Yay! That might be the only good news we have for you. No, not really. I'm just rambling. You're going to have to edit this. You shouldn't have told me that you edit this bit now. It's given me free reign. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. No, you don't have to start again. I think that was perfect. <laughs> oh, shite. And I've already sworn. <laughs> Damn it. Um, hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Megan's Megacan. Only, again, without the Megacans. But we'll talk about that in a bit. But I'm here with the lovely Conrad Werner. And very excitingly... This week we have Maurice Frank, who is a freelance journalist, a former publisher of the Ex-Berliner magazine, and you have come to talk to us about the Klima Paket. <laughs> uh, yeah. welcome. Thank you very much. Hello. <laughs> I realise I haven't spoken yet. I'm, well, hi, well, hi there, Mr. Werner. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. My pseudonym is from Ex-Berliner. That's why I say... It's a pseudonym? <laughs> yeah, that's my name. Oh, yeah, I forgot I ruined it now. No, yeah, mind. you're not. <laughs> ruined all this. <laughs> what um, have you got We're off to a brilliantly professional start. <laughs> yeah. I get quite nervous when they're like other people here because I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. And I'm also, full disclosure, quite sick and teetering on the edge of a sort of hormonal breakdown. So you've got that. <laughs> okay. But I am not drinking. Uh, so we've got some other delicious things you probably will start after this episode oh god please don't tell me that anyway i can get it's be fine because i have a lem sip that's well, gonna help me what are we drinking what are you drinking so i was gonna bring mega cans and then for various reasons that didn't happen but you <laughs> have pre-poured yourself some vodkas <laughs> yeah. haven't you because yes what kind you of vodka is you it? couldn't really do it without without thing. Um, what kind of vodka? Absolute. <gasps> Fancy vodka and a nice big ice cube. And a big ice cube too. Well, well done. Yeah. So that's good because I've got some weird drinks for us because okay. of the like aforementioned breakdown. I got to the place that I usually go for drinks and it was closed <laughs> and I nearly cried. So I've gone to the neighbouring shop and because it is cold season and I'm feeling horrible, I've got some things that sounded healthy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, you me. So I've got Bio Zish. We had that before. Yeah. And it's called Ginger Life. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then something called Balis, which has got basil in it. That's weird, isn't it? Is that, just a, pun on ba- is that a pun on Bailey's? Oh, mate. I don't know. Oh. Maybe. But it's. <laughs> it's it? also just. It's just. Um, it's basil and ginger, apparently. But and basil's spelt differently. It's oh, basil's. Okay. Bailis. Balis. Balis. <laughs> I did, they just I, spelled it wrong. Yeah, I never knew there were so many different organic lemonades on the market. There are so many. I, I, I live in Pennsylvania, so I know all about this. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, this is not strange for me at all. No, and this is something called. I thought it was. <laughs> What's it called? Guavin, but up here what? it's just gua, and it's a vegan lemonade with something called yuzu. Jesus. I know, does that sound awful? That? It's sort vegan of vegan like lemonade, a, how could they? It's a milky kind of colourish as well. It looks like no, that, that looks that'll that go well with vodka. Okay. So, um yeah. as our Just, lovely guest, would you like to choose which one you have? You can have guava and limonada with yuzu saft, or yuzu is something you can juice. Or <laughs> the battle one, or ginger life. God, it's, uh, <laughs> they all sound incredible. I'll take guava. Oh, guava. That, that's okay. brave. 
guava with yuzu. A yuzu's like, it's not a kind of we a sort of vine that grows on houses or something. You definitely live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I just got graffiti on my house. <laughs> my phone. Graffiti and like piles of tires. Thank you. Okay. You are you are more than welcome. What would you like, what Mr. You? Werner, sir? Well, I've already had Beotish, so I'm gonna try the ballis. Oh, thank ballis. God. I could not have got that down <laughs> today. It's a, it's a strange green colour. It's very strange green colour. It does look like when they make... Those basil smash cocktails were very popular recently where they yeah. would take like a nice drink, like a gin and tonic, and then ruin it by putting bits of basil in it. And it looked like pond. Like Maybe it's pond a pun on scum. Bali, like the island of Bali. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to transport you to. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, it does look like algae. That is what it looks like. That was what I was thinking. I was like, like pond things, like, pond life. Someone's just... Dip this bottle in in a pond of algae. Mine smells. Sorry, mine smells like fair trade bubble gum or something. Yours, like fair trade bubble gum. There we go. Yeah, I, yeah. I oh, just... mine smells delicious. I've got ginger life, which I'm excited about because ginger is good for you. Isn't wow. It? Yeah, this is basil. This <laughs> Not is bad. actually does taste like basil. In... Yeah. This is like. Are I you testing be... at Ona vodka first of all, without any? Um, yeah, I just want to try that vodka. <sighs> It does taste like I should be putting it on pasta. Oh. Um, and it is vegan and gluten-free. They always have to say it, even though it's obviously those <laughs> yeah. things. And it's got natural aromas. But, Mine yeah. is fine. Right. It's just like a ginger yeah. ale. Mine's supposed to have ginger in it as well, look. Yeah. What does it taste like without vodka? Do you want to try? No, because that make you sick. You have do you want to, to have a sniff? Take me a do you want to have a sniff of the basil? I do. Natural oh, aroma. that is very basil <laughs> <clears throat> Do you want to taste my bubblegum vodka Does drink? Does it really taste it? Can I smell the bottle? I'll just smell it. This is the oh. yuzu one. Yeah. The yuzu. The, yuzu the, guava. This is guava. guava which, the, the, which I don't we, know what the brand name is. Guavin. Which we think is something that grows on houses. Oh, oh. That smells delicious. I think it's just guava, that it's really, just, isn't it? What's the yuzu bit? I mean, it tastes like... Like a cocktail ingredient. Yeah. Nothing that unusual. Yours looks weird. <laughs> I am drinking a. a You're drinking a, a an big... alcoholic glass of algae. Alga alcoholic. <laughs> alcoholic. Going to be called. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I mean, anonymous. You know, we're all going to be eating algae when once climate change kicks in. You know, that's like, algae is going to save us. So you're on a good start. Why? Why? Why are we going to? Because we're going to make food out of it. Because there won't be any. Like, we won't be able to grow normal food, so we'll have to eat like fungi and algae and stuff like that. Really? Mm. Wow! And insect. It's like that insect bit in bars. The, in the bit at the beginning of um, Blade Runner Two, the new one. There's that guy who's growing like worms in a in a yeah. in like a pod. And he just like fishes them out, and then and then that's the food, isn't that's our protein yeah. in the future? Have you seen Snowpiercer, the film? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I they, can't remember much about it. It was fevered. They drink that. They drink that. Um, and they eat that. Those blocks of um, cockroaches, basically. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's true? Do you think that's what we're going to be eating? Blocks of jelly. Well, well down at the beer shop in Transfermanagh, <laughs> <laughs> they really sell uh, you know blocks of insect protein. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Is it good for you? Yeah, I give it to the kids, you know. <laughs> they love it. They don't know what's in it. <laughs> okay. And so. it's like it's like ethical, but it's like you can almost it's almost like vegan because you know nobody cares about insects. 
Yeah, it's not vegan though, is it? No. <laughs> no. Mm. It's all it's vegan. Um, lemsip okay. is still delicious, everyone, by the way. Thank you so, very much for giving me a lemsip. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers Ben. Thanks for, uh, for inviting me. Cheers. Oh, no. so, I'm glad we've got no, you on because um, the clima packet is very difficult to talk about, isn't it? Wouldn't you say that? It's kind of, it's got a lot of, there are a lot of details. Yeah, it does my head in really if I think about and try and remember all the statistics and figures in there. But um, yeah, I think, I think you and I together, we could, we could paint do, a, paint a sort of okay. rough portrait of this beautiful piece of legislation, which is going to save Germany's reputation in the... Right. As long as it saves Germany's reputation. <laughs> it's not going to I save mean, the, the world. The climate comes, comes secondary <laughs> to that, frankly. Um, what is a climate packet? A climate package? <laughs> yeah. Well, there was this whole thing, you know, Fridays for Future and Greta Thunberg and everyone complaining, oh my God, climate change over the last year or so really blew up, as you probably all know. <laughs> and um, and then the German government's like, oh shit, we really have to do something about this. Um, you know, pressure yeah. from all sides and so on. And, and, and Angela Merkel... Ha- has been going on about climate change forever, but never really done anything about it. So finally this year, under all this pressure, she's like, okay, we're going to put this law together. And Svenja Schulze, who's the environment minister from the SPD, was also also really gung-ho about it. And um, they had this sort of marathon session of negotiations in September. On September 20th, the same day as a massive Fridays for Future mm-hmm. demonstration, they... Announced this package of package of laws. Um, everyone complained, oh, it's not enough. So they spruced it up a little bit in October, and then very minimally. Um, but and it's like little things tampering with the ways Germany emits CO two and climate and greenhouse gases. Yeah, in all different sectors of the economy, from tra- um, transport to housing to energy, and so on and so forth. And, and the target for all this is 2030. Right. Which is sort of an arbitrarily chosen year, isn't it? Or why do they choose 2030? Well, I mean, I think under the Paris um, Climate Accord, all countries had to come up with targets, like in 10-year increments. Okay. So there was a... Germany had tar- a target for 2020, which it missed. Okay. Like so in terms of its have... reduction... Is anyone meeting any of these targets? <laughs> Is that a stupid I think question? It's like that no Sweden one wants to and Costa Rica or something. Yeah. Apparently, Morocco is really good at climate change too. <laughs> is it? Yeah, don't laugh. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think that, would you? Hello, of all the people. Yeah, Morocco. Um, so, so they just, they just sort of crossed out the two and put a three, and they said, right, that will do. We'll do it by twenty thirty. We'd definitely yeah. do it this. Yeah, time. the good thing is that the government and none of none of the people in the government will be around by then, so it doesn't really matter if we. Great, yeah. perfect. So, yeah, and the okay. point of the law is to reduce um, Germany's emissions, twenty thirty greenhouse gas emissions, by fifty five percent, based oh. on over ninety over nineteen ninety. Yes, right. That is the target. Yeah. And this law is supposed to make Germany reach that target. It is indeed. And I can show you, this will cheer you up, Megan, that I've got a graph here of emissions in Germany since 1990. Can you see? It is going down. Just the the target, you see the target is like slightly under, uh, be- the, projection under the projection one. one. But they are trying. The point <laughs> is they are trying and it is going down. The thing is, the thing is what's deceptive about that graph, um, 
Conrad, is that the most of the emissions reductions are due to the shuttering of East German factories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which were incredibly CO2 intensive. Okay. And so like in the, in the, in the 90s, the emissions went down a lot because they just shut down everything in East Germany. Right. So that was but, sort of like a... Like a so that thing that was going to cheer me up It was like a head start. Not... It was like a handicap, you know. We had a bit right. of a we had a bit of a head start there, yeah. Germany. Yeah, by doing reunification, but um, like other aspects of the economy are going up. Like SUVs are more popular than ever, and so um, yeah, so emissions in you know like from driving cars are actually went up last year. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, so what is the main plank of the? climate package to the mix plank. to mix <laughs> metaphors there Does, did, can a package have a plank <laughs> mixing it depends what's in the package it's like, it a, a, it's like a, you're an oil paletta <laughs> it could be a package of planks Any, uh, the main plank is the um, carbon pricing right carbon pricing so if you carbon buy, pricing let's talk about that if you want to spew some carbon you're going to have to pay 10 euros per tonne Beginning in 2021. Right. right. And it's going to go up every year. Um, I've got the stats here. And by, um, I think t- by the middle of where are they? the next decade, it will reach a price of around here. 60. Right? Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in 2021, uh, a ton of CO2 will cost you 10 euros. I mean, like, what does that mean? Well, what it means is like, well, it's not like you're going to go out and buy some COT too, but it's more like energy companies, the people that make petrol, mm-hmm. they're going to have to pay this money to the government. It's not a tax because that's a nasty word and nobody wants new taxes, so they're calling it. Like, you have to buy these certificates from the state, which are issued by the state, and then they can, for the right to emit this CO2, and then the price... What the energy company paid for this is passed mm-hmm. on to the person buying petrol at the pump. So it means Great. petrol will also go up okay. uh, by a few cents every year. But okay. this uh, this has been shown to work in other countries. Like CO2 pricing does reduce emissions. Yeah, for it? example, in Sweden, they were they were doing this in the 90s already. I mean, they're way ahead of anyone. Um, they, the price of CO2 is, I think, 110 euros per tonne, if I'm not mistaken. And the thing is, Germany wants to cap it at 60 euros. So, yeah, I don't know, they don't is... want to... But then, and then Svenja Schulze, the environment minister, says, nobody's ever done this like Germany has, even ignoring the fact that Sweden has done this. Yeah, people uh, so... just ignore Swedes quite often. Sorry. <laughs> they, they, Sweden oh, yeah. just does something, and then, and then, and then no one... then they produce Greta, and they still ignore yeah. her. They're like, what can we do? Or we're going to get a child who's going to we... be amazing and like start this global revolution of other children... Uh, no, crazy we're just going to ignore them as well. Yeah, yeah. And the crazy thing is that emissions in Sweden are actually far lower than in Germany. They're almost like half the level per person. Really? And then Greta's still pissed off at her own government for that, you know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so yeah. there's that. Um, I mean, this all just seems... So it, I feel like I'm in a, a conversation that I've had many, many times with, like various people in various situations where they're like right well I'm really going to change this time the whole point I know I didn't meet the, my targets for 2020 but 20 the, the next decade I promise, I promise you guys have talked about the Groco right you know what the Groco is so the Groco is like supposed to be make everyone happy it can't it's supposed to yeah. you know it's all about compromise and 
incremental change that nobody notices. That's everything the GroKo does. Yes. Am I right, Ben? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. The GroKo being the coalition of the two. Nobody's allowed to feel any pain. No, um, which is fine, apart from, you know... But it's not. It's like it's not really going to work, is it? No, absolutely not. In the not. long run. But let's keep talking about it like it's an actual thing. I mean, there are many other aspects. Tell us some more, <laughs> please. <laughs> On my list, I have um, there will be extra subsidies for renewable energy. That sounds good. So instead of subsidising coal, which um, Germany does now. They're going to subsidise renewable energy. Well, the thing is, they're at, you're, you, you say it as if it's a new thing, but actually Germany <laughs> was doing that in the 90s. And then they were doing it throughout the early 2000s. And then yeah. over the last 10 years or so, they've basically been ramping down the subsidies for solar and wind power um, because it's not because of you know the CDU, basically. Um, and um, so they're basically yeah. solar power subsidies have gone basically back to zero now and now they're going to start it again (laughs) so they can you know oh my god (laughs) um since Merkel came to power basically yes Merkel she yeah she kind of started uh, reducing all the renewable subsidies and then now she feels a bit guilty about it or feels a bit of political pressure and she's going to raise them again well well well, conservatives hate wind power because they think it ruins the like Kulturlandschaft of their of their village, you know. So will massive fucking famine and drought, I would imagine. <laughs> but hey, uh, so like in Bavaria, there's a law that you can't have a wind turbine less than a thousand meters from a village. Oh. <laughs> but. No. I didn't think I was going to get more depressed today. <laughs> and here we are. I'm really hoping this Lemsip the is going like, no, so to think of anything else I can, like, in my handbag, what I've got. Conservative Germans, they're like, you know, this lang- this landscape of asparagus, as they call it, is, like, contaminating our Heimat. That's kind of, like, the vibe they're on, you know? Right. They like to call, they like to say that wind farms look like a bunch of asparagus, which... If anyone is really confused by this, it's first of all bollocks because that's insane, and second of all, Germans, um, if you're not living in Germany, are obsessed with the white kind of asparagus. What's wrong with giant white asparagus? Nothing. It's yeah. not. Look, I understand, and I do remember, like, because there was a lot of discussion when sort of these big wind farms were built in uh, in Northern Ireland. I feel like my mum did some of the legal work on them or something. Anyway, but like one big windmill does look kind of ugly but you can just sort of train your brain and you look at a whole farm of them they're quite picturesque also they're clean yeah they do kill birds though so will massive famine yeah <laughs> everything kills well, birds though they're very well so does drop it actually then well that was like one of the it was kind of like a um, know, like an after talking point oh these things kill like millions of birds but then it turns out just driving cars kills billions of birds or hundreds of millions. Yeah. So it's not really... Yeah, they're not against that, are they? No. The AFD. No. Um, also a lot of... German birds. They're killing German birds, killing these, German wind, birds. these wind farms. I was going to say, better not be any of those birds migrating through Germany <laughs> or have had to come here to escape like really cold winters or hot summers. They don't care about those. Can I just tell you one story that I have about wind farms? Oh, is it happy? Is it like... It's just dramatic. 
I was driving like- when we were driving to America. <laughs> you know what you need with wind farms is a thunderstorm just behind <gasps> them and it being pitch black and there's a thunderstorm going on behind the wind farms and you drive past one, which is in America because it's so big in America, you have like wind farms that are like hundreds of windmills in one go and you're driving past them in the pitch black and then it flashes and suddenly they're like ghosts in the in like flashing oh, behind them. It's really cool. That looks that sounds very cool. Did you get that on film? <laughs> film some of it, I don't know. It might, it's got might be a bit wobbly because we were driving. But yeah, we did film some of it, yeah. Mm. Um but uh that's what? just that's so wind farms can look cool as well as yes. can they can look menacing. Yes. I do also have like heard like anecdotal stories about people who've had windmills put near to their homes and they are very, very disruptive if they're really close because they're super noisy. Mm. And they create this massive like shadow stuff which can drive you a bit mad. Well, if, you, if your house is in the shadow of, a, of the, the, the film, so, yeah. you can go mad. Well, that must be that would be amazing. But I think it's the noise as well. Like they are noisy. I feel like there's a short story in that. Yeah, I stayed in a hotel near a windmill once, and it drove me nuts. Yeah, did it ruin my holiday? So yeah, <laughs> I don't mean to be flippant about people that are like struggling with this, but I think also kind of. Anyway, so... There's lots of, like, there is going to be, like, awful human cost. This is, like, I really feel for people who work in coal. I do. And it's your whole livelihood on farmers and everything. But also, the house is on fire, lads. Yeah. That was a there's general a, there's answer. A, there is a... We could do, we could do that law <laughs> next time. But there is a, um, a coal region restructuring law in Germany, too which is supposed to revitalize the coal dependent regions of Germany which are in around the Rhineland mm-hmm. and around Leipzig. Do you know how they want to revitalize them? They want to send up like set up government offices <laughs> full of Bampton. <laughs> Nothing more vital. <laughs> vital and full of life and renewed life than a than a German bureaucratic office. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay, so we've talked about CO2 pricing, which yeah. is going to cost people more for CO2 um, and is like a step in the right direction, but nowhere near as good as Sweden. What was the other one? Subsidies for renewables. Yeah, which is maybe just bringing them back up to levels okay. from decades ago. The right. next one is cars. Tell us about cars, Maurice. Oh, yeah, there are different aspects. Well, the car, car drivers will be affected by this carbon pricing thing, as we already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like, petrol is going to gradually get more expensive. Um, at the same time, they want people to start driving electric cars, which are allegedly um, emissions-free, right? There's nothing coming out of the exhaust pipe because there is no exhaust pipe. Yeah, so where is the electricity but that's coming it, exactly. from? Exactly. Um, that's not mentioned in this. If I can work out that science, <laughs> then a lot of people are pretending well, all those that wind, they don't all those, understand all those amazing stuff because I'm not a science person. All those, all those windmills that are driving people crazy are going to drive these cars. Um, but Does anyway, have so, a propeller on your car? So now instead of, like, instead of three so grand, <laughs> now the government's going to give you money. If you buy an electric car, how much money? Four and a half grand. If Can you, I buy a car? Up from, up from three grand last year. Oh. But you actually do have to buy the car. You can't just say you're going to buy one and then take the four I was and hoping grand. I could get one for about four and a half grand. They don't have very much money to put into a car, to be honest. They're also um, putting like millions into new charging, like 100,000 new charging stations. Right. 
how much does a, a an electric car cost on average? I mean, and you, you want- can get a Renault, which is not a German car. Uh, for like 20,000 but you okay. have to rent the battery as we talked discussed earlier you have to rent the battery I didn't even know this you've got to re- you can't just buy the car you've got to rent the battery as well which costs about 100 euros a month just to own a battery well, that's the cheapest what? one that's the cheapest one that's the cheapest one but then you can buy for 40 grand you can get a, a BMW i3 or is it an i2 I don't know well there's little there's little one there's little spacey spacey looking ones okay um, or you get a Tesla but then you wouldn't get the subsidy because I think a Tesla costs at least sixty thousand, and this subsidy only applies uh, to cars that cost up to forty thousand. Right. Because I don't think rich people deserve it. So. Um, Volkswagen. No, I'm sorry. If you've got money, sixty thousand <laughs> of any currency to be putting towards a car, you don't get government subsidies. <laughs> no. Um. Well, but that, a, that's a good thing, though, isn't it? A government subsidy for cheap electric cars. Surely that is a good thing, Maurice. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's not going to solve traffic jams. No. But now, I mean, there's already, like, the autobahn, the cities of Germany and the autobahns are just completely clogged all the time. Um, and then all, there's a host of environmental issues with the production of electric cars, like, where, like to, just to make the battery, like, takes an insane amount of energy. And it's sourced from, like, mines all over the world where people work in horrendous conditions. And so on, and so on, and so on. And so on. No, it's terrible. So, and, um, oh, But we all know that. I mean, and then, and then there's the thing is, oh, yeah, where does the power come from that is powering the electric cars? You know, then you're going to need more infrastructure to deliver that power. You're going to need more renewable energy. Yeah. So basically... And not- I don't think, I don't think, I don't, I don't really believe that there's going to be enough renewable energy online for all those electric cars quick enough because at the same time you also have like energies energy uses increasing at other sectors like like it servers it's like like that's increasing by like five percent a year or something crazy like that you know so um well yeah but that, back to the cars i mean another thing is now they've also part of this cleaner packet is they've increased the Pendlerpauschale or Entfernungspauschale, which means if you drive to work, you're going to get more money to do that, <laughs> which seems a bit counterproductive. Well, it's not going to help the climate, but it's somehow supposed to be like a like a um, compensation for higher petrol prices. Yeah, the pauschale is a. It's not actually money from the government. It's just a tax. It's a tax rebate. It's a tax rebate. Yeah. For people who have to um, commute a long way. Exactly. You, what you do is you, you write in the form, "I have to drive thirty kilometers to work every day," and then the government gives you some money back per kilometer for on your taxes. Or you don't have to. You don't get taxed on some certain amount of income. But um, that also, you can also. Um, and they want to raise that, or what do they want to do? They want to give people more people more money. People who commute long distances. Which is not so really gonna... a climate-friendly policy, is it? No, people no. should work close to where they live. But I think this is often yeah. this is actually aimed primarily at um, people from Eastern Germany who insist on living in Eastern Germany and working in the West. And so they drive like two hours just to get to work. You know, why do they do that? Because they hate the West so much. They love their Heimat. I don't know. <laughs> Which I can understand. <laughs> From where to where, for example? I don't know, people like from who live in Turing and go work in Frankfurt or something, you know? 
Frankfurt? Yeah. That's miles away. Yeah, like they, yeah, it's like two hours or something, yeah? Oh. Well, sometimes they'll just... They'll, they'll have two flats or something, you know? I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, then, the thing do, is, right? like, you know, I listen to the radio every... The German radio every morning, and they have, like, the, the traffic things. It's always like... Here and now we're going to talk about we're going to list all the traffic jams over ten kilometers long, and there's because <laughs> oh there's so God. many that are like shorter than ten kilometers. It's like there's not enough time to talk about them. All. <laughs> I mean, like the entire country is just jammed full of traffic. So, like, yeah. just my, the point is that there's just like getting more people to buy more cars, even if they're electric, is just stupid. You know? Yeah. Well, it's because we can't admit to them that you, you can't. We can't all have cars in the future, or even now. No, no, it's we can't because, even admit we can't, like it's too difficult for us economically. No, it's because Germany um, makes uh, five hundred billion euros a year on cars. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, right. Um, How are you feeling, Megan? Awful. Like genuinely awful. Yeah, is this, um, so wait, public- have we saved the climate yet with the, <laughs> these planks? Please, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Even that metaphor is upsetting me because I don't understand it. Oh, don't, we don't, you don't talk about the planks of a certain policy, no? Is that is a that German thing? It's, it's a journalist. It's a journalese thing. Oh, ah, sorry, okay. I was speaking journalese. Well, I'll I will endeavour to correct myself in future. I'll just correct you. Constru- the construction industry is also a huge user of um, uh, uh, emitter of carbon. How is the climate packet? Going to deal with You're not even taking this seriously. I am. It could be good. Come on. We have to live in hope. I am being, I'm trying to be the positive one here. You sound like you're being sarcastic. I, I, l- I listened to <laughs> a guy on the German radio said, Deine Wohnung ist Klimakiller Nummer eins. <laughs> that makes me feel good in the morning. <laughs> your, your flat is the number one climate assassin. Climate assassin. So yeah, everyone... Turn down your heating right now, because it's terrible. Just being warm is like, you should feel guilty just for being warm. That's dreadful news. I hate <laughs> being cold. So, why the construction industry, Maurice? Well, I mean, the only bit I know about it really is the heating, oh. the building heating. Right, this is in the climate packet. Well, I guess they're, they're going um, to pay people or landlords and owners of houses to swap their oil fired heating for uh, some kind of climate friendly heating like heat pumps and stuff like that yeah and um a more climate friendly alternative even even clue doesn't give us any more details on what a uh, climate friendly alternative heating system. Really they're just it pulling yet. this this is this was like point four on or like way down the agenda they know by this stage like they've given up like we have we've only been discussing this for what how many minutes half an hour yeah can you imagine being in this thing where everyone in the room knows that this is horseshit and it's not going to make a difference? And then they're just like, we'll just say, <laughs> we'll just say that we'll pay landlords to make it renewable by 20, what are we saying? Some lad's just woken up. He's like, 2029. <laughs> they're like, oh, round up 30. Grand, no bother. Well done. <laughs> Oil-fired heating systems are very bad for the climate and they're going to ban them by 2026. That is good. That is good. 
Yeah, and then we're going to legally ban the installation of new oil-fired heating systems. Yeah. So, for another for another six years, they're still going to put in oil. Yeah. And then everyone's going to still be using oil until 2026. By which point they'll go. Well, we haven't quite made this target, so we're going to continue to put in oil. There's going to be a new government anyway, so they might just change your mind about it. Okay. No, no bet. So, <laughs> but, well, yeah, all right. That's not a good one then. Well, no, it's a, it is a good one because, you know, climate killer number lines and all that. Public transport. What is, about public transport? Do you think transport? that is good? Is this actually going to... Am I just being overly... If they, if they actually do it and if everyone swaps their heatings... Yeah. Then it's good. Uh, yes. you, yeah, because it's, not just, it's not just new ones. You can get a 40% off if you... Um... 40% off what? They're just making it like, <laughs> what, a trip to Butlins? Hang What's on. the German version Let of Butlins? Like tropical stuff. islands. I ah. bet tropical islands is not good for the climate. Right. Terrible. <laughs> you will get a swap premium for old oil-fired heating systems in your building... Uh, which means that you will be repaid up to 40% of the costs for a new and more efficient system. And then the landlord will, a, put, an incentive. Will, will put that on your rent. Yeah, <laughs> but I can't do that because that'll be, ta- that'll be classified as an improvement on my flat and then my rent will go up. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I won't be able to afford to live there anymore. <sighs> the little man and woman always ends up paying. Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah, but it's all right because we'll all be dead soon. <laughs> so, public transport. Here's a good one. I love this public is, transport. Let's yeah. talk about that. This is actually really is a good one. Is this the last one? Or can we finish <laughs> on this one? We're throwing some I, money at it. Um, Yay! We're spraying, we're so, handing out euro notes to the cities. big money gun. Angie's on her money gun. <laughs> Deutsche we're Bahn. Take off oil for a, or not coal for like a hot second. Throw it at Deutsche Bahn. <laughs> Deutsche Bahn is quite expensive, you might have noticed. Have you ever gone on Deutsche Bahn? I've just booked my... I'm not. I'm trying not to fly very much in 2020, because obviously that's going to make... I'm so glad I'm doing this. Germany and I, in it together. <laughs> Me paying through the bloody nose to take a massively long trip home from Ireland. So, Are you taking the train to Ireland? I'm going... I've had to... I haven't had to fly, but... Um, yeah, so 2020, I'm really trying to fly... A lot less. I, I've taken the train and the bus to Ireland. Mm. Um, took about 20 hours. Yeah, well, I'm going to have a day in London. So what was your experience on Deutsche Bahn? Using um, the Deutsche Bahn, buying a ticket? I tried to book it for a long time. Uh, it took uh, maybe about 90 minutes, um, whereupon I nearly cried. And then I called them up. This is when I was trying to book Eurostar and Deutsche Bahn together. And then a gentleman on the phone told me that you couldn't do that anymore, even though it was letting me do it and put my credit card details and everything, go through all the steps to book them together. And then he told me that you couldn't anymore because Eurostar and Deutsche Bahn are no longer cooperating. Um, really? Uh, and then I said, but it doesn't say that on the website and it's letting me go through all the stages. And he said, yeah, but we announced it um, in, the sp- in the spring. <laughs> and I said... Well, I did not get that announcement <laughs> in the Fruyar. And then I hung up the phone and then I cried. That was my experience of trying to book Deutsche Bahn. Well, is that because then, of Brexit? I don't think it is, but I think what they're doing, Eurostar will try and 
is doing it now to say that they kind of are. I don't think they want to be because maybe they're thinking they don't have to be because of Brexit. They don't want to offer the really cheap Europe uh, saving prices. So then I had to book it separately and it was twice as much. And how much uh, did you have to pay to get to Ireland for Christmas? Well, I'm not going... This is me coming back. So I've booked the the leg back from London with Eurostar and Deutsche Bahn. And it's cost me about 120 euros, which is not awful, but not good, considering the price of flights are really cheap. So the federal government will increase its annual payments for the expansion of public transport systems to 1 billion euros per year by 2021. 1 billion euros! (laughs) And the government will invest 86 billion euros into uh, Deutsche Bahn for expansion and modernisation... Over the next 10 years. Over the next 10 years, until 2030. So they are like, and what the big thing is, I think this actually is a good thing. They are reducing the VAT on long distance train tickets. Yes, I've heard this. To from what to what? 19, from 19 to 7%. 19 to 7%. That's, that's all right. But they should, you know, the, the, what they fail to do is um, because, you know, Deutsche Bahn is. Oh, owned- just getting excited. Here he comes. <laughs> Maurice. Owned- Here's Maurice with the terrible owned- news. No, it's not that terrible. But it's not really fair. Um, <laughs> Deutsche Bahn is owned by the German state. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's in their interest that it works well. Um, but then the, that um, fare, that reduction of VAT is not going to be applied to, to bus travel. Because actually, or coach travel, Flixbus, you know, stuff like that, that is actually emits less CO2 than, than the train um, to take the bus around, which... Does Nobody it? knows that, but it's true. Does it? So, you know, it would make I sense that bus tickets are also reduced to 7%. So the government doesn't own any bus companies, no. do they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But no, that's just me okay. a negative spin. But... Yeah, but is it a lot better? Are trains bad? Should I not be taking the train? No, Should I be taking good. the... Yeah, because buses, I mean, very green also... It's awful taking the bus, let's be yeah, honest. It is, it's shit, it's yeah. horrendous. Deutsche Bahn, I also heard recently that Deutsche Bahn owns its own nuclear power plant, which is going to get shut down soon. But... <laughs> so it won't for much probably, longer. Did you get the announcement? Are you on that announcement <laughs> list that that man sent round <laughs> earlier this year? That is apparently... <laughs> and it was just the fact that I was like, but I'm trying to pay for this service. Like, I've put my credit card details. He was like, well, we don't offer that anymore. Very disingenuous of them on the Deutsche Bahn website. That is really. And then rubbish. they say if you actually Google Deutsche Bahn. Sorry, I've said this to everyone. It's really boring. But I just we haven't so told it to listeners of Megan's Megacam. I have the ones that okay. I know that are watching this. I've fucking told them. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, but what about um, fl- um, uh, flight tickets? They are going to. Cost you um, literally like an six, arm and a leg. They're going like to be like six give... euros more expensive or something. Six? No. Is <laughs> that true? Six yeah, euros? No, I think for like a for a domestic flight within Germany, it's going to be something like six euros more expensive. But it like, says here. A... I should I should mention actually. I'm reading off the Clean Energy Wire explainer. Okay. For the Klima Paket. The government wants to do away with flawed incentives regarding low flight ticket prices and plans to increase the aviation levy 
by 2020 to avoid that airline's use dumping prices. Right, Tickets, they want to crack down on dumping yeah. on like 20 euro flights to whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tickets are not allowed to be a lot, not allowed to cost more. Uh, not allowed to be cheaper than the combined costs of uh, applicable taxes, surcharges, and other fees. Oh. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but then the SPD being... The, oh, the SPD. Like, Don't the, get me they're started they're, they're on the part, SPD. The party of the working man and woman. They, they, they don't want to deny the German worker his or her um, holiday in Muller. So, you know, they're very, they're sort of queasy about this whole thing. I don't know. I don't think they've really worked out the details about it. They haven't worked out the details about this yet. Yeah, there aren't, aren't, there isn't very much information in this (laughs) this, uh, part of Also, it's just the government wants to do away with. I mean... A lot of this Klima packet thing is just statements (laughs) of intent. Like, a lot of... (laughs) A lot of the nitty gritty hasn't been worked out yet. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm on it. I'm serious. I know that's why I'm having to laugh. Like, they worked out the thing about the electric cars already. Oh yeah, uh, which is just like you know a handout to the car industry. But <laughs> here, lads, you're going to have to make some of them ones. So no, all these other details, like the thing about the flying and stuff. And, um, okay. Do you want to hear a more and a more about this? I've got one more. No, I've got. I think we've already. Agriculture and forestry. Do you want to hear about what they're going to do for the agriculture and forestry industry? I don't Tell know. Us. Uh, the government thus hopes to induce <laughs> reduction of a further six to nine million tonnes of CO two. It's sort of a hope. They've literally... <laughs> They've just written here, they, the hopes... They, they wanted to do it by 61 million tonnes, reduced by 61 million tonnes. Uh, no, sorry. Intru- uh, reduced to 61 million tonnes in 2030. Uh, but the current reduction rates, it looks like it'll be about 67 million. And so they're going to try and do a bit more. That's what it says in the explainer. More and wetlands will receive better protection. That sounds ironclad as a piece of <laughs> legislative text okay there's well, that and there's also carbon storage that's an interesting one well, can Ooh. I just say something about the farmers the farmers oh, are really yeah. rebelling against that okay um, they, they, they went out with um, a few weeks ago they came out and, and um, demonstrated with tractors in Berlin and in Bonn so I mean, they're the ones who are supposed to preserve wetlands and not dig up moors and stuff like that because moors actually contain a lot of um, carbon and if you drain wetlands and dig up moors you just completely screw up the atmosphere Okay. so they don't want to do that work they want to grow food and, instead so they don't see it as their job to do that yeah organic farming will receive better support that sounds <laughs> They've worked that out. They are literally just... You've, you've always almost scrolled down to the bottom of this. Like, they are not even... They don't even care at this point. All the, like, cool kids have left. It's just the ones who care about the assignment. And they're just pulling stuff out of nowhere. <laughs> Organic farming will receive better support. What does that even mean? Um, it is hope. Financial support. <laughs> they're just, like... Give you, like, encouragement... <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. 
go on, keep going, organic farmers. Yeah. Well done. Like they, they go to the fence and then they go like, yes. <laughs> yes, keep doing it. Keep um, more, more of that. <laughs> right. And the, the one other thing is um, carbon to- storage technology. That will save us, won't it, Maurice? Carbon storage technology. He's going to have to do it because the other one's so Because we're <laughs> literally, it's all we've got. So that means. So what is carbon storing? Oh Can someone explain that to me? I mean, me? basically, it's um, way like ways of technological ways of taking literally taking carbon out of the atmosphere the sort of or Elon of Musk area of, of all of this yeah right. uh, or, or, or taking it out of smokestacks um, and then just pumping it into underground caverns or turning it into some stone or something um, or like build and making a plastic out of it yeah. I really wish I'd had do. that vodka <laughs> According to this explainer, the Action Programme says that carbon storage technology will be researched especially for industry industry emissions that are difficult to avoid in order to facilitate climate neutrality by 2050. The government says it wants to initiate a a dialogue process with stakeholders to increase the acceptance of carbon storage. They're really committed to this carbon storage thing. I, I mean, well, they'd I, need to be because everything else they're doing, they know is nonsense. They, so they've got to the end of this bloody conference, whatever crap they've done, and it's just like, what's Elon Musk and Co. At? What are they going to save us? Which yeah, is what giant, I think. Giant mirrors in space and all that shit. Which is what I think when I'm having like a really right. low moment, like right. say on the U-Bahn, where I'm just like, this is this is really bad with climate change. But maybe they're going to come along and like save us with technology. Hmm. And it's okay for me to think that on like a dark day. I'm not, I'm not writing climate legislation. Hmm. No, I know. <laughs> You're looking at me like you really want to be able to tell me like something good, and you just have nothing. I'm trying to think of um, the, what the other technology that I've heard about is um, putting sulfite in the atmosphere. Have you heard about this? Yeah, the Germans don't approve of that, but yeah. No, it's. A, I mean, so, the Russians have been doing that forever. Basically, they, you spray the clouds with sulfites and it and creates it, sort of new artificial clouds. And it, it basically reflects, changes the weather. It reflects the heat, the heat from the sun back into space, which yeah. is why, you know, like it's supposed to be good. Yeah. It's called the aerosol dimming effect. Okay, yeah. Well, maybe it's a little bit different than what I was saying, but it's basically messing with the weather. Yeah. Directly. So this carbon storage, good, good. Could anything come of it? Well, it'll just cost an awful lot of money, and this is what I understand. It, yeah, but it would it would require massive investment from the whole world to work. It, it's, it's, we're talking like um, air conditioners the size of buildings, aren't we? That kind of suck the yeah. air through. Well, there's a place in Iceland that does that. Really, like they they suck CO two out of the air and turn it into rock. Ah. bury it underground into rock yes I don't know I don't know how it works exactly but what colour is the rock kind of beige (laughs) rock (laughs) colours I was thinking it'd be like um, you know coal dust all clumped together that's what I was imagining and I've got um, friends who've got office down the road their company's called Moa and it's called Made of Air and literally they take like 
dead plants and turn it through this magical process, which is too complicated to explain, into a kind of plastic, and it just stays. The carbon stays in there forever. Hmm. Okay, though that seems good. They just need to make a few gigatons of it. Right. Well, can we give them some of the money? <laughs> Maybe take that money that's going to fricking cars that we can't be driving anyway because there's no room for them and they're killing us all. Give it to those lads. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that would be a good idea. But it's probably... Is that, is that going to happen? That would be a good well, idea. It Ergo, it does not feature heavily <laughs> in this Klima packet because this is where all the crap ideas come and then I have to fucking hear about it. There's another thing that doesn't feature heavily is um, there's nothing about um, animal agriculture. Like pig farts, cow farts, is a massive source of, of methane, methane, which is a massive, it's a worse um, climate, um, climate, what do you call it? Uh, climate, killer. Climate, climate killer. <laughs> and CO2. CO2 is harmless compared to methane. Right. Um, but, you know, you can't take away the Germans, they're divorced. You can, but then they get really tetchy. <laughs> well, anyway. Let's see how mass extinction works on the fucking te- tetchiness scale. Tetchy already. Um. I think we've covered it. I think that was that was the, that was the whole of the Klima Packet special. That was even worse than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Worse? Yeah. Oh, okay. How is it not? Well, yeah, but, you know. This is just me, my perpetual hope, which I think I'm going to have to either give up. My blood pressure must be. Is that what it is when you're stressed? No. Yeah. Is ben, um, um, Conrad, you... <laughs> Conrad knows... You've left the... <laughs> Conrad. The mask has slipped. <laughs> Conrad knows some, some climate psychologists who can help you grieve. Yes, he's already spoken to me about this and depressed me even more. <laughs> 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 to be fair, though, I didn't even look at it, so that's, that's a good... That's oh, yeah, yeah, idea. don't look at it. <laughs> Actually, don't look at it. No. I read that article you gave me called... You gave me the article and then an article about the article. And the article about the article was called The Article So Depressing It's Driving People Into Therapy. <laughs> so then you didn't read the article. I couldn't. It's very long. Yeah, it's a bit long. Um, but also depressing. Well, it's not meant to be depressing because it's like all about yeah, like what actually... you're supposed to do with that knowledge. Like yeah. you've got to face it. That's and then you true. will And then, well, then you will go out, you'll come out the other side, you know. It's like... It's um, it's supposed to be um, finding a way to deal with it. I didn't want to really go into all this now. It's kind no. of a long story. but um, Yeah, you told me we're not allowed to talk about the end of the world. Um, yeah, I thought that would just kind of come through organically. <laughs> so I, thought, I thought we'll yeah. just stick to the chemo packet and then, and then organically people, we which, will start which, considering the end of the world. Should- that is the that in itself is a damning indictment of the Klima packet <laughs> that has made us think yeah. about the apocalypse. Oh well, it'll be all right. I can smell the basil in your drink, though. <laughs> I feel I I all oh, I do, oh, I've got just my face is full of basil now and vodka. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> God, this is the weirdest nice, drink I've ever had. The, I think that's the. I'm sorry, I've just realised. <laughs> I'm drinking my lemon sip over cup 
with your face on it and you appear to be at a historical reenactment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's really cheered me up. That's it's also a screenshot, so it's like midway through like a YouTube video. Did your brother give you this? <laughs> well, my friend made it for me. It's um, from Iceland. It's from my brother's video from yeah. Iceland. But um, anyway, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep deal with that. Maurice, yeah. thanks very much for coming on. Is it Maurice or Morris? Oh, God. You know, it's one of these <laughs> Should have cleared that up at the beginning, really. <laughs> anyway, um, I just always call you Maurice because it's spelt in a French well, way. You know, I, lived I think in, it's I lived, Maurice. Yeah, I lived in America a long time and they couldn't understand. I, I used to live in, when I was a little kid, I lived in England and I was Morris. And then I right. moved to America and they, they couldn't understand that you pronounced my name like that. So I just switched it. Did they ever oh. call you Morris Minor, the bullies at school? No. Yeah, back in England they did, yeah. Did they? Yeah. yeah I guessed your bully name. <laughs> <laughs> or you just, or they just, you fucking kraut. Oh, yeah, that's what they did, though, with me, too. Yeah. It was <laughs> well, they did, like, all, like, Hitler walks and stuff. Yeah, all I in got, good I got, fun. I got Zeke-hiled. In, I got Zeke-hiled a bit. During basketball in America. But luckily there was another kid in my class who was um, fully German, and I was only half German, so he got Zeke-hiled more than me. So it's all right. This is a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't take it. It's too sad. Um, is there is there anything that you would like to say or end on? Is there any hope? I'm stocking up on canned food. Yeah. Yeah, Conrad. What a, a, a bit of hope. I mean, like, we've got at least, like, ten more years of fun, I reckon. <laughs> I, reckon we've got, I, can, I reckon we can still have fun for about ten years. Right, yeah, okay. And then it'll be, like, a bit less fun, but um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> like, then it's more like, oh, we'll just recalibrate our definition of fun after that. But now, I think this level of fun that we have now, it's I think too we've, much we've fun. got, like, about ten years of that, and then we'll just be like, oh... We'll just redefine exactly what we mean by fun. Okay. And and then we may all like kind of adapt. Like anyone who yeah. survives, we are quite like adaptable, aren't we? We're species? pretty adaptable. Yeah, we're very adaptable. Yeah. And there's a lot of us. Too many, some might say. But we're not so, going to switch to eco-socialism within eight years. Probably not. <laughs> no. But there will be like some kind of in. Like, there will be some forced. Um, reorganisation of the economy at some level, won't there? I think. I think it's like going to be bad, but you know, it's like. I mean, you know, the Germans they freaked out when pan. the when the Green Party suggested a voluntary veggie day once a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like green fascism is coming. Um, so you know, just take away their cars, and it's going to be like. <laughs> It's but then the like actual the fascism 19, comes along be again. Like in the nineteen thirties again. I'm serious. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What was that note of hope? We're supposed to end I on? think you just said it's going to be like the nineteen thirties again. I'm serious. <laughs> and then you like theatrically reach for some crisps, <laughs> which you're now forebodingly crunching into the microphone. <laughs> thanks oh, very much. Thanks, everyone. Have a good as weekend as it's possible to have. Yeah, happy reunification day. Oh, that on, is a good thing. On Sunday. Is it? 
Yeah. No way. The wall Saturday, came down Saturday. tomorrow. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. If you're in Berlin, go see some stuff. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.